team and welcome back. Here's some notes from the field for you. Sometimes people are not ready for change. This one's directed at coaches. And there's two areas that this applies to. Obviously, at the team level or the organizational level, you'll always bump into people who are not ready for agile. And we've learned over time that that, of course, is okay. And that if you believe that, well, we can't just walk away and quit, that we've got to work with people who are actively opposed and find ways to get their support, usually by creating something so good that they can't ignore it. They want to be part of it. But you know what? When you do what you do well, you invariably will meet people who want your help. They'll ask you questions like, how'd you get to be a coach? I think maybe I'd like to be a scrum master. I think I'd like to do what you do. Or if you're really good at what you do, you may inspire people to change other areas of their lives too. So it's not uncommon that people in agile coaching are also coaches. They're performance coaches, personal coaches and the like. I think it's because it's just a great fit. We're helpers by default. When we, when we make organizations better, we, we feel fulfilled because we've helped an organization become more, but more importantly, we've helped the people inside that organization reach their fullest potential. And we like how that feels. We like watching other people enjoy how it feels to knock one out of the park. So if you're a coach, you've probably noticed this, that somewhere in your career, maybe even multiple times, maybe even every time, people will approach you for personal advice or ongoing counsel. And anytime you're in the business of coaching individuals, you'll find yourself giving them some advice, some steps to follow, things to try. And then an interesting thing happens. You'll notice that a lot of people talk about improving, but very few people are willing to do what it takes to actually improve. How many times have I told you, your grandma's logic almost always works best. What did grandma say? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And that's the truth. You will sometimes meet people who need change, who are dying for change, and they'll even say that they're starving for it, that they want it, they're hungry, they're ready. And then, when you show them what it takes to become better, it just doesn't stick. They're just not ready to do it. And this is where you got to bring out your empathy toolkit. And if that sounded sarcastic, it's because empathy is not a script that you run or a procedure that you download and install and, and run. It's just something that you are. And what I mean is that you got to pay attention. Despite your best intentions, change is hard. And there will be times when despite your best efforts, despite your best intentions and wishes, you just can't help this person right now. Now, assuming that there isn't some underlying condition that requires professional attention, which you should never ignore, there will be times when people just aren't ready to go down that path of mastery or improvement. And for the time being, you might have to let them alone because you can lead them to water, but you can't make them drink means when their reason is good enough, when their reason is strong enough, then they'll make the change. 
But over the years, I've helped people do everything from start their own podcast to start their own business, become entrepreneurs, join the Agile Army, become an Agile practitioner. And when you share with them what the work looks like, or here's what I need you to do next, or here's the small increment of improvement that I want you to commit to for the next week or so, they get into the excuse factory, right? They start with the, oh, you know, I got busy. Or, hey, this is really important to me, but first I got to spend, you know, three months finishing my home renovation, or I got to read a few more books, or I got to take a couple more courses. My philosophy is this. If you can't commit to five minutes a day, then you're not yet serious enough. Because anyone should realize that if you defer and delay and excuse, at the end of 30 days, you'll have absolutely zero progress. Big donut. Whereas if you commit two, three, four, five minutes a day, you'll have some other number, some non-zero number. And that non-zero number is always better than nothing. So a small movement, small improvement, small change. It's like interest in a retirement savings plan. The earlier you start, the more powerful your investment becomes. And so it is with an investment in yourself. The universe will grant you all of your excuses and always accommodate your desire to wait, to defer. But it will also happily bestow the benefits and privileges of success, of effort, of endeavor to those who do not defer. So to my mind, any progress is good progress. But when people aren't ready, sometimes you have to wait. If you're really good at what you do, you'll be able to work with people to help them find that reason, that compelling why. But again, they have to be willing to go there with you. And that's why it's so important to remember that whether your gift, your service is a podcast, is a blog, is a show, is a video series, is a career as a speaker, is a career as a coach, Whatever your gift may be, it never reaches everyone. You can never please all of the people all of the time. You need to focus on those people who are ready for you and ready for you now. And when you meet that perfect storm, bang, off you go. You can use your best energy on helping them rather than persuading them. Something to put in your toolkit this week as a coach. Hope this helped you. All right, guys. Thank you, as always, for being crazy, true believers. I love all of you. Remember, you can reach out at BadassAgile.com or find me on Twitter at Badass underscore Agile and on Instagram at BadassAgile. I'll see you next time. And until then, stay badass. Badass.